What's up, everyone, and welcome back to Alternative Reality Podcast, where we talk about everything gaming, everything nerdy, basically everything awesome. We are back again for another week, and Chewburger, unfortunately, is not with us, but don't worry, we still have myself, Heber Hammer, taking care of us right now, and of course, my other half, Hooch. Yo, not as good as Chew, but still here. Still pretty good. I think you're going to have to fire up the old Australian accent again. Oh, God, I haven't done that in a while. You know what? No one has said shit about it. Because everyone thought you were just Chew. Everyone <laughs> thought you were here. Yeah, right. Like, that, that's, what, that's what people thought. They thought it was the three of us. Uh-huh, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, apparently Chew was channeling his inner crocodile hunter that day. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah, Chew is uh, not here again this week. Um, he's still tightening up some things at home. Um, but yeah, we got a great show this week. We're super excited to talk about so much stuff, um, especially after last week. Last week was a... I mean, we always say it's a smaller episode, but then it always ends up being long somehow. Because we don't, don't know when to shut the fuck up. That I mean, that <laughs> is definitely a large part of it, but it's it's quite crazy. Um, I, I prefer to look at it as a skill that we we're able to take such a small amount of things and expand it to basically whatever size we want. Um, or we just like hearing ourselves talk. One of the, I mean, one sounds uh, far less narcissistic than the other. So. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, before we go ahead and get into the good stuff, let's go ahead and talk about the shameless shilling. God. Shameless uh, shilling. I'm not even going to say anything about it this time. We all know Sean Connery lives within me now. Um, um, what was that about <laughs> narcissism? Okay. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I just speak the truth, dude. What can I say? Um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, make sure to check us out on uh, Patreon if you guys enjoy the show. Uh, we always do a pre-patron chat um, recording beforehand before we start up. And we, we always talk about a whole bunch of nonsense. This time we talked about our fast food adventures. Um or terrible outings, adventures in fast adventures. fooding like, yeah that was yeah yeah that was like massive failures in fast fooding i guess but um yeah always fun stuff to uh to goof off about so if you're interested in that as well as some of the other perks make sure to check out patreon.com forward slash a and r pod and if you're interested in joining our discord where we more than a thousand members strong we're like 1500 yeah um make Look sure out, to check out impact we're coming for you <laughs> that's right uh, discord.me forward slash anr to uh, join up with that and um, am i forgetting anything i think that's it uh that's, that's the shameful shilling was that um, the oh two more things five stars or um yeah exactly i'm a five star man um no we need to talk about uh, if you want to if you really enjoy the show the free thing that you can do that really helps us out a lot if you don't want to go to uh, be a patreon member which is totally fine uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, and you can actually leave us a review, which does the most that anyone could ever imagine, because it makes us look even better than what we actually are. So make sure to do that. It allows us to trick other people into listening to us. Oh, <laughs> da- <ooh>, dang. <laughs> I'm just wow. kidding, because they end up getting, they come in and they're like, what is this garbage? And then they're like, you know what? I'll stay for this garbage. You know what? I realized that's what we're not doing. We don't have Facebook ads featuring scantily clad women doing the the total thing you mean that's not. We don't yet have <laughs> ads featuring scantily clad women. Uh, that's phase two, end men, my friend. And men, just in case you, you know. <laughs> We're equal opportunity nudists. I'll tell you what, right now, if we if we get we need to find a patron goal level, and if we get to that patron goal level, we'll just 
paste our faces onto an ad with <laughs> with scantily clad women behind us. Oh, and wow. advertise the show like that. If you if you get us that far with Patreon, we'll go ahead and do that for you. Oh, I'll, I'll make it a thing. No, um, oh my god, yeah, but it would ha- it would only be your our face faces. is going to be on it whether you like it. Yeah, or not. It'd only be our faces. You're not seeing my body. Nope. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, our, you might actually. We should do. We could do my body and your face. I'd be totally fine with. Oh that. lord. <laughs> we'll make it work so well, uh no i'm i'm sorry i'm not going to allow you to do blackface <laughs> that's true that would put me in a very bad spot <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but but it's is it is it me going blackface or is it you going white body well oh, shit. <laughs> mine's blown dude <laughs> <laughs> all right i want to say something so bad but oh, i don't want to just... get into the weeds with this yeah let's but, just um, move on shall we <laughs> all right yeah <laughs> anyway so make sure to, to check us out um yeah everything is always really appreciated the patrons that we do have thank you guys so much this show is nothing without you and uh there would literally be no point in doing it um we already have a very small amount of points to do it to begin with but we we appreciate every single one of those points so much yes so yes uh we should probably go ahead in that case uh move on and talk about the stuff that we're actually have everyone here to listen to so um Me. yeah you <laughs> go ahead take it away oh wait i was joking <laughs> i'm not because it's your turn <laughs> uh, all right so let's uh let's start with kind of like Kind of talking about what we've gone through or done in the last past week or week and yeah. a half, whatever it is. As so, little as the, as little and depressing as that may be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's been a pretty busy week for me at work and stuff. But also because uh, my family is getting ready to start going back to school next week. So I've actually had a lot of time to myself. Uh, I think I've seen my family less this week than I've seen them. Which is weird <laughs> as the dog sneezes in the background. That uh, is an interesting thing. I mean, is that a jump up and down for joy kind of thing? Or is that a, oh my gosh, I, I'm depressed kind of thing? It's a, Jesus, you guys are messy when you come home and fuck up my house kind of thing. So that's like, a, I'm so glad that I see less of that. It sounds like. It's weird because like they all, they, they went on, like here's a sequence of events. They went on a four day um, trip to... Uh, Casadero, right? So they were in a, they were mm-hmm. at, went to a cabin up there and we're hanging out there for four days. During that time, we got our house cleaned. We do it every other week. Cleaners come mm. in, right? So they left, they came back on like a Sunday night or Sunday afternoon. So it was just me and the kids. And then my wife went out and did something with some, with a friend of hers, right? With, with a uh, co teacher of hers, right? So then she came back Sunday night. Monday morning, they went again. They left again and they were gone for a couple of days. And it was like, my house stayed clean the entire time. It was mm. amazing. I even made like I made dinner for the boys on Sunday night and it looked like nobody had been in the kitchen when I was done. That's the way I cook. Like mm. when I'm done, you don't know if I was in there or not. Um, when when my wife is done, it looks like she used every single freaking pot in the house and then left it on the stove. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, she's she is uh, half Italian and uh, anybody who uh, this is not like racist or any way, shape or form, because her father was the exact same way. He would just and my mother-in-law says all the time about like, you know, when he would cook, it literally looked like the kitchen blew up. 
when mm-hmm. he was done. But he would make sometimes he'd make great stuff because it's like one of the things I've heard with traditional like kind of Italian cooking is it's it's not a lot of recipes so much of it's it's cooking from feel and from taste and things like that. So a lot of times they'll make something and they won't know how to recreate it. <laughs> no one knows what they of did. Of course, dude. Yeah. 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 Of course. Yeah. So uh so as a result, I got to watch a lot of shows that I hadn't had a chance to see. One of them being Ted Lasso. Uh, I think Pika, Pika was the one who was super keen on that. My brother was also keen oh, yeah. on it and with the second season starting a couple of weeks ago, it just seemed like a pretty good time to just hop in and start watching it and boy was I glad I did that. I don't know why I was sleeping on this show beforehand. I was never like a huge Jason Sudeikis fan. Oh, I knew about it. It's just like, it's one of those things where on the surface, it's like, yes, ha ha ha. Make fun of funny American guy who tries to be, uh, tries to go coach soccer in England. Ha ha ha. Right, right, right. Like, and and he has a, you know, a thick Southern accent. So I'm sitting there thinking this is going to be that whole typical thing of he's abrasive and brash and, you know, um, you know, bull in a china shop kind of thing, fish out of right. water or whatever. But what what actually happens is the character of Ted Lasso is so like wholesome. About to right? say he seems super nice from he, the trailer. He's super nice and disarming, and that's his whole thing, right? He's he seems a little stupid from the trailer, but no, see, he's not stupid. He's actually very, very smart and very in okay. his and and what it is is his. Uh, level of like human intuition and um you know emo- his emotional aptitude or whatever it's huge like mm-hmm. it's huge in the sense that he has you know and why is my dog barking so is he um, socially challenged at all? no 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 okay. that's just it he's he just seemed awkward in a lot of scenes in the trailer because he's very much an in your face kind of like hi i'm i'm ted this is that blah blah you know it's it's a mm-hmm. he wants you to like him Right. Mm-hmm. So think of, you know, remember Michael Scott from the first season of The Office, but not yeah. as clumsy. He's not clumsy at all. As a matter of fact, he's very successful in getting people to, to you know, in disarming people. Right. And I will say, him. yeah, everything I saw in the trailer, nothing was nearly as cringy as no. anything from the first season of The Office. No, no, no. I, he never puts himself in uh, in cringeworthy situations as far, right, as, right. as far as I've seen. Like the show is is really good. The writing is fantastic. Um, there's, I'm just going to spoil one thing and the, the, like, this is an, a, a small part, but he is trying to connect with one of the players, right? And he does it in a way where he tries to empower the player by giving him a symbol to help him feel stronger. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, the green little plastic army men because Ted, yeah. Ted's son had given a bunch of them to him. As a way to, you know, say, hey, dad, they're watching over you kind of thing. Right. So he's like, yeah, my, my kid gave me these and, you know, to set him up and be the, my first line of defense kind of thing to protect. Right. Right, right. So he goes, I want to I want to give this to you. And the the uh, the player is Nigerian. Right. And mm-hmm. and he looks and he goes, you know, thanks, coach. But, I, you know, I hope you're not offended if I don't keep this and I, I can't take this. You know, he goes he goes because my view on the American military is not the same as yours. And Ted's response was immediate recognition. Goes, oh, right, imperialism. Got it. No problem. And then that was it. Right. He 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 took the thing back, walked away, and that was it. There was no there was no question. There was no kind of like, oh, America is the best. Blah blah blah. Yet Ted still felt, you know, America's number one. We're 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 great. We're, you know, our military is great. This that he was still very much 
American and loved the country, but he, he also recognized that, yeah, that viewpoint isn't shared by everyone in the world. And he, right. and he understood why. So that to me was just like, that is amazing writing in, in the sense that you allowed characters to be able to have that conversation rec- reconcile, not even reconcile, because there was no conflict. Just have that conversation and move on about their day like there was nothing wrong. Because there was nothing wrong, right? Right. There's nothing wrong with that. So that's kind of the thing. You get a lot of that. There's another character in the show. Uh, her name is Keely. Keely is one of my favorite characters because she's so just blunt and honest and just flat out like tells people what she's feeling and how she is. But she struggled with some identity uh, issues in the beginning of the show. So she had to make a progression to get to where she is now. But now she's just she's a hilarious character. Right. So basically they they have good characters that they allow to grow um, in their own ways. Kind There's. Of yeah, th- yes, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's character. There's definitely character growth within there that they that they allow. And because they're, you know, short seasons, I think they're like, what, nine or ten episodes or something like that. They're not very long. Or is it thir- something like it's nine or ten or thirteen, something small like that. Um, th- because of that, they the the like the arcs for that character growth is a little faster than you would see like in a longer uh, episodic show, like you know those twenty ep- fifteen twenty episode shows where it's like they're doing the same thing, same dumb thing over and over again. Why are they not learning? <laughs> like, oh, right. For right. example, not I, beating the, the uh, what is it, dead horse? Not, yeah. For example, yeah. I watched. Uh, the most recent season of The Flash, right? Almost oh, the man. whole thing. Okay, so I'm gonna spoil something because it's just. Oh, wait, this, wait, wait, don't, don't are, spoil things. Are you I'm gonna watch it? it? Oh, you're I'm gonna watch it? it? Okay, all right, I won't spoil it. Yeah, don't spoil it. All right, but okay. uh, I trust me, I know it's all bad. What, what, what part? <laughs> what part are you at right now? Uh, so right now I just finished the second episode in the season. Oh, oh, okay. Oh wow! All right, yeah, I'm, so, I'm gonna yeah. totally leave it alone then. Yeah, I will. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's already not great. I mean, like I've been watching since you know the first season as well. So yeah. like it just came out on Netflix. Jesus. I, that's probably where you watched. Yes, it. that's exactly where I watched it. Was gonna just get. I used to watch it on the CW all the time. Wait, how have we not talked about this before? I don't know. Well, it's probably because it's been a long time since they actually gave us a new season on Netflix. I know, but the fact that so. you were caught up, like I thought I was the only one here who gave a shit about the CW shows, or are you just Flash only? I only only Flash. I used to okay. watch Arrow, but then Arrow became shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I stopped watching Arrow, but I know that one ended anyways. But yeah, yeah. Flash I did keep up on, but it started to make the same issues uh, that I had with Arrow. Because <laughs> like I, I just hate it whenever everyone becomes a hero. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm like, how fucking convenient is that? Dude? Like, what are the odds well, of that? Well, I mean, you do live in a world with metas and yeah, but I know what you're saying. Like, but every you have, yeah, the, you have the, every single person, every single person that we were originally introduced to as a core member of the cast. And I mean, this extends far beyond that even too. Yeah. With a whole bunch of new characters that they bring in that started off as regular. Yeah. But all of them have now had powers in some way, shape or form. Wait, Joe hasn't had any powers. Okay. Joe was the literally the one exception. His fucking son, his daughter. I know. I know. Fucking, literally every single person in that show. 
<laughs> so his, I, at some point, I'm just like his uh, like wife. <laughs> yeah, his, yeah, exactly. His his yeah. his wife, his, um, his second baby mama. <laughs> yeah, like dude, literally everyone, every <laughs> single one that started work that was working at that lab has now had powers and beyond. Yeah, the the oh man, I, I just yeah. But I'm with you. <laughs> All right, I won't. I won't spoil anything with, yeah. with the Flash. But like that was another show that I, dude. I so I said I caught up on the Flash. I finished that season. I mm-hmm. I, uh, I think I'm all caught up on Rick and Morty as well. I'm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did watch Ted Lasso. I watched Sui- uh, so obviously watched Suicide Squad. I watched Jungle Cruise. I watched. So um, give me just just a, a quick like. Hold on, hold on, hold on. One more Mythic okay. Quest. I caught up on Mythic Quest. Okay, so let's take this one at a time then. Suicide Squad, real quick. Yes. Did you like it or not? Yes. Okay. I did. Did you love it? I, I want to watch it again just to know whether or not I love I will tell you this much, though. Mm-hmm. I actually laughed during okay. the movie because there were parts did, that did were cracking me Did you laugh with up. your chest? Oh, no, no. There were parts where I was freaking, I was like, I'm sitting in my chair and I'm like rolling out of the chair almost. Okay. I was laughing. Gotcha. Um, uh, yeah, there, there were. It, I don't know if anybody else is gonna have that same reaction, but there are parts where I'm laughing, and I will tell you this much: like it is to the DCEU as Deadpool is to the MCU or whatever. Like, okay, it is rated gotcha. R, and it earns every ounce of it. Okay, so you would recommend seeing it? Oh yes, absolutely. And it's far better than the original series. Oh God, right? so much better. So okay. I mean the ratings themselves, like the 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 critics, right? They're right. it's in the nineties on Rotten Tomatoes. Right? I haven't even seen looked at the critics don't, scores well, yet. Th- yeah, don't oh I'm sorry, I just spoiled the critics score. No, 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 it's okay. okay. It, it's not a, like I haven't been because like, oh I don't want to know what they think. You, okay. once again, like you know I'm never swayed by anyone else's opinion on movies. All right, yeah. Yeah, so, this yeah. is true. You you will yeah. form your own opinion. Yeah. Yes. But it's it's in the nineties on Rotten Tomatoes, and okay. I think it deserves it. It's it it, it it started out where I was kind of like, what are we doing here? But I think after a while, I I settled in. And I'm like, ah, okay, I see what's going on. And it's, it's very Peter Gunn. Right. A very James Gunn, Peter Gunn. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> doom, 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 what about, doom, um, doom, doom. all right, so Jungle Cruise. Okay. Uh, Jungle Cruise was more entertaining than I was expecting it to be. Um, right. I, <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to say something without giving away, like, plot points. But mm-hmm. it had um it had some pretty good uh story elements that were unexpected in some cases and some that Mm -hmm. were kind of expected but were still amusing and entertaining regardless um i think the the resolution kind of like at the end i mean was very predictable but it was still it was still a pretty fun fun It's it's a nice decent family movie uh, yeah, it it reminded me a lot of Pirates of the Caribbean. That was the thing. Sense. Tell me, tell me if you agree with this because this is what I I said on the show last week. Mm-hmm. The Mummy mm-hmm. meets Pirates of the Caribbean mm-hmm. meets Indiana Jones. Yeah, oh, very much so. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is that like there was literally huge aspects of that all combined together. In, yeah. in this and they did it. In my opinion, I think they did a really good job of of taking the fun parts of each of those and applying them here. Yeah. It's not like, oh my god, this movie is fucking amazing. In fact, I would say that I don't like it more than The Mummy, Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. or what was the other one I said? Or, uh, or definitely not Indiana Jones. Oh yeah, um, no, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think that either way though, I had a way better time than I thought I was going to have. 
Yeah. I am I am going to spoil one thing and one thing only like Uh-oh. like only in the sense that uh, uh I won't spoil what I'll say is the rock mm-hmm. in the eventual role that he winds up in right yeah. that's a tough sell <laughs> <laughs> that is a tough sell We were thinking the same thing <laughs> I'm like this just there is, no I'm not so buying this for a one second One of these is not like the other Yeah <laughs> yeah but I'm not mm-mm. there's a reason why you never see this in his films <laughs> Yeah exactly um yeah, it was, I mean, it was an interesting choice. Like, I, I think that narratively, like, it was pretty cool story. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, you could definitely tell, like, I mean, I, th- I think The Rock honestly did a, a great job. Oh, yeah. But just that aspect, I know what aspect you're talking about. And, like, I agree <laughs> that it just, there was something about it that didn't fit. <laughs> it just doesn't fit. Yeah. No. But it still was, like, taking that part out of it and just accepting. Yeah. Uh, like, I think they did a, a really good job. And I was really impressed by Emily Blunt, too. Oh, I love Emily Blunt. Yeah. Yeah. I love her, too. I can't wait till she's uh Invisible Woman, dude. Fuck that John Krasinski gay. Um, what? No. <laughs> dude, what? that's what? Mr. Fantastic you're talking about. Uh, I'm telling Jim you, Jim Halpert, get out of here. It's gonna, dude, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It, no, I'm if, just, I'm just, if it I'm doesn't Satan. happen, I riot. Oh, oh, yeah. No, no, no. I think it, it. He's. I think he's done enough to earn it. I think that they have pretty good chemistry. So I think that would be a very good. Who? Uh, uh, Krasinski and Blunt. They're married. I know. That's why they have pretty good chemistry. Yeah, of course. They, well, it's kind of like a. Well, I guess I'm it's like it's a hope. given that yeah. they have. No, I suppose there's, there's a lot of married couples that don't have yeah, good chemistry. Exactly. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I think, uh, did you know that he tried out to be Captain America? Yeah, I know. He was never yeah, going to. Well, so did, wait, didn't Sebastian Stan also try uh, to be Captain I thought, I thought he went out for Captain America. I don't America. remember. I, I mean, he probably did. I just remember the story where he talked about how he tried. I don't remember if it was Thor. No, it was Captain America. No, because Hiddleston went for Thor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He tried out for um, Captain America, and then, but it was uh, what's his face, um, the guy that plays Thor. What is his name? Why am I forgetting Chris his name? Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth walked past him as Thor, and he was like, "Yeah, there's no fucking way I'm getting this." Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But he said he really wanted to be in Marvel so bad. So I know, dude, he'd be perfect for mr fantastic i think yeah i think he would be great as mr yeah. fantastic and emily blunt would, would be i mean literally perfect for invisible, invisible woman. woman so yeah yeah but yeah um anyways mythic quest uh just give us like a quick like did you like it or did you not oh i i always love mythic quest because it's a hilarious insight into development game development and things like that and it's totally wrong uh but it's not like it's not like grandma's boy wrong, right? Where it's just mm-hmm. completely just blatant outright. It's it's a you know, it's a satire, it's a parody. So it's it's wrong just enough to make it funny. Right. Right. But it it basically over exaggerates its errors to bring in that humor. Right. right. There's a like there's a part where <laughs> um the uh I am the the main the main creative director or whatever, right? He's explaining to the art team his vision for something. And he's just going off on this creative rant, blah, 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 blah. And they immediately just draw exactly what he was talking about, right? And he's like, that's like, that's it. That's perfect. That's exactly what I want, right? And mm-hmm. then uh, Poppy comes in and she's trying to get the, inspired to do the same thing. And they have no clue what she's talking about. 
So basically, it was like you have somebody who speaks creatively, like inspiring them, and and then they're able to do it. But the whole time they're talking, the the creative director or the art director, right, is going on this whole thing about no, that this actually takes time to do. We don't we don't just you know bring bring this up in like out right. of nowhere. Like this this is a lot of hours and weekends lost and things like like he's trying so hard to make his case that they right. are super overworked and it's just falling on deaf ears. Of and, course. Yeah. So it's that it's that whole thing like, no, people don't just create crap. It takes a lot of time and effort to do this. And yeah. What did he say? There, there was one point he goes, he goes, and I need you to make it uh like quickly or now or something. And he goes, but we never come in on time or under budget. And then when they did, he's like, no, this is wrong. You're on time and under budget. We can't have that. <laughs> it was it was hilarious. Like that, I I I love what they were doing with the show and uh they, it, it was just it was just a lot of fun to to kind of watch that. Yeah. No, I, I can imagine. I mean, especially for people who are in the industry, they probably absolutely love it. Like I me, mean, obviously you do, but mm-hmm. oh, there was one show that I watched and you're gonna be very disappointed that I didn't finish it. What was it? Oh god. Ragnarok. I watched to try to watch I watched the first episode uh, of it. I don't hold that one against you because like I I there's a lot there that could be a turnoff. It's polarizing. There's a lot there that's polarizing. I I totally get why someone would stop on. Yeah. It just it wasn't like immediately grabbing me. I'll probably go back to it at some point. What I need to go back to is watch the way of the house husband. I need to finish that up. Oh bro, you and gotta do that. I know, I know. I did I did catch up a couple of more uh My Hero Academia episodes. So I was able to kind of like I said, I watched a lot of stuff for once. I did watch a lot of things. <laughs> Uh, it's um i mean how far in are you or are you close i to being done i'm close or? to where so uh i traveled to singapore to to watch the show and uh um but the dubbed version uh and i'm trying to remember what happened most recently they're on the their work assignments or whatever during the holiday Mm-hmm. during their holiday break so gotcha. it's the it's basically um yeah it's focusing oh oh the episode i just watched was the one with um uh froppy uraka and i can't remember the other chick's name but i think she's one from she's one of the upper like the the big three Mm-hmm. I can't remember her name. She's the one who like has a spiral ability. The spiral lasers. Yes. The, yeah. I can't remember her name though. But yeah. So it was the episode with with them. It was the last one. I gotcha. Watched. Gotcha. Yeah. Now you're yeah you're in a good spot. Yeah. And yeah. And I think there's maybe like one or I think maybe that may have been the last one. Yeah. I actually just finished up the manga because I I Jackie was like he told me he was like I'm a patron. I'm gonna up my patron amount so you can subscribe to. Did he really? The, yeah. Wow. So he can subscribe, or so I would subscribe to the uh, Viz manga thing. And um, so I was like, all right, you know what? Because I, he knows I've been dying to know like what happens anyways. And yeah. I told him, I was like, I won't read the manga for it. But he convinced me. He, he exploited the fact that he knew I was dying on the inside to figure out what was <laughs> happening. So I did it. And yeah, I, I crunched through all of those episodes and I read them all and I'm, I'm all caught up to where they are right now. And, Man, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's <fun. laughs> I'm gonna, it I'm gonna do my, I'm 
going to do my <laughs> Owen Wilson. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, it makes it so hard in the game now because I'm like, oh, this is such an older version of the character. I'll like, stop it. <laughs> yeah, no, because I mean, like, they do still great, like yeah. a great iteration of the character. But I'm like, I, I now that I know like what happens next and I know what becomes of each character, I'm like, oh, I want to see this. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess that's so, the one yeah. good thing is like a lot of characters do advance where they're their power sets and their abilities get stronger and they learn how to do different things. So it's, Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's moves and stuff with their, I would say every character right now Mm -hmm. could easily have a second iteration where their moves are totally different. Mm. I mean, same basis, but like the moves themselves are, are different. Yeah. Application for the abilities. That makes sense because that's, that's kind of what they're trying to get to, right? Like you, the pro heroes, especially like Hawks and Endeavor and, you know, the big guys that are up there, like they, when they went to school, they, their quirks weren't what they were now. Right. They, they're always trying to get better. They are in a base level, but yeah, they've learned to advance them and apply them in totally different ways. Yep. And yeah, so all of the characters have already done that in a whole bunch of different ways. So, Mm Yeah. And there's just so many characters that they can bring in that are amazing. So, oh, I can't wait, man. I'm, I'm oh, so yeah. Pumped. There's a there's a but, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's absolutely a lot. All right. So, but yeah, let's get to the to the nerdy news. Part, the nerdy news. So uh, I, I'm going to try and limit my uh, piss poor attempts at uh, <laughs> segues because they were right. that last week was just I think that was the pinnacle of, of rough. Like I said, it's it's <laughs> it rides the line between pure genius and just god awfulness. Well, what what I'll, what I'll do is if I see an opportunity, I'll take it. I won't try to shoehorn it. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'll make sure that you know it it it, it works well. Um, speaking speaking of working well, uh, are you familiar with the graphic novel Why the Last Man? Um. So no, I had no idea that this was a graphic novel. So the premise of the story is. Uh, all men have died, mm-hmm. just, just just died, and why? This, I can't remember. It was a long time ago when I read the graphic novel. I read it one time. <laughs> but, <laughs> I was making a joke. I know, I know, because it's why. Okay. Well, you know why? Thank, it's, it's called thank why. God you picked that up. It's called why because it's the chromosome. Oh, dude, honestly, didn't you even, didn't even think of that, right? No, I thought that they were just trying to shorthand. Like, why is this guy the last man? But that makes that's yeah. way better. It's that's literally the letter Y, the last yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or actually, I think. Wait a minute. Is his name? I think his name is Yorick. Maybe that's why. Also, I don't know. I can't remember what. <laughs> it's like, there's a, Are you, I know. So you're there's telling me it's some there's people, multiple levels. There's multiple there. levels of it. Yes. Gotcha. Some, and I know somebody out there is listening right now, going, "You dumb fuck!" It's because of. And it's like, yeah, because I read the thing one time, enjoyed it, put it down, moved on with my life. Um, but I get to go back and revisit it because uh, FX through Hulu is coming out with a TV show. Why the last man? Did you see the trailer? Yes, I did see the trailer. What did you think? I thought it was very interesting. Um, I think that first of all, uh, that guy's going to get laid so hard. (laughs) Funny you mentioned that. that. That is like what I'm thinking about the most. I'm just like, dude, that guy is like the perfect setup in life right now. Like, I mean, <laughs> it sucks that all other men die, of course. Yeah. But I'm just yeah. saying, like, dude, that guy is—he's uh, gonna be living a good life. Is, what is it, Death by Snoo Snoo? Oh Jesus! From Futurama. Oh, uh, I yeah, I you know what? I never watched Futurama. 
Oh God! Oh, I know. Man. I know. Okay, shame on you. First of all, but hey, whatever. Yeah, death, death by snoo snoo. Um, that's that gonna be like that guy's life. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, that's even just for that. Like, I feel like I owe it to him to watch this show. Yeah, as a fellow man. So, yeah. Him and his monkey ampersand. I remember the monkey's name. Ampersand. He has a monkey too. Okay. Yeah. Well, you see the monkey in the trailer. Okay. So anyway, that that's coming out. I I don't remember if they had a date associated with it. Wasn't it? Was it September? Uh, mm-hmm. No. I have to go back and look to see what the date was for it. Um, here, here comes, here comes the clickety clickety. Clickety clacks, the famous clickety clacks. Uh, yeah, September 13th. Okay, there we go. So it'll be, it'll be hitting, uh, Hulu by way of FX. Uh, so it's, it's supposed to be, yeah, and his name is Yorick. That's what I thought. Yorick is a cool name, too. Yeah, Yorick. He's the name of a character on League of Legends, so I automatically love that name. Oh, that's right. It is a character. That's why I was throwing it off. I'm like, I've heard Yorick before, but I don't remember it being associated with Why the Last Man. But yes, Yorick is in League of Legends because I played, yes. I, uh, what was it, um, TFT. And that's why we're seeing it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. You knew that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know I know the names of like the LOL characters because of T- TFT. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh... Eh, um, you know what? I'm not even gonna try it. All right, we're gonna move on from this one. Next one, uh, Trey Trey Parker, uh, Matt Stone. Remember those guys? Mm-hmm. They are nine hundred million dollars richer now. Yeah. So I I heard about this, and I'm honestly not surprised. Like they always get renewed. So true. true. And they've been able. They've been somehow politically immune to everything so because their writing is so good and they can they can slam out an episode so quickly they're always relevant they're always on mm-hmm. topic and and recent so as long as the world keeps providing them with stupid things to talk about which will never go away they're gonna keep talking about it and south park is just it's like the simpsons you know the simpsons predict shit south parks reacts to it Right. Yeah, that's a, I've never heard that before, but yeah, that's uh, very true. You've never heard of it, so I just made it up. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, but you, shit. But every single your brain? Yes, it did. Every single Damn. time some crazy shit happens, somebody can connect it to something that The Simpsons predicted mm-hmm. like 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, I've I've heard that before, yeah. Yeah. Or I've, I've seen, how should I say, I've seen TikToks and Reddits on that yes, before. Yeah. yeah. So The Simpsons create the news, South Park reacts to the news. Yeah, so. <laughs> I but, mean, it's like you're right that a big part of it is that they do stay very, very current, which is great. Yes, but it's still like basically unfathomable that they have been they're uncancelable. They've done everything offensive. And so I guess because of that, like it's so offensive that it's just immune to it because it knows it. And if you attack it. It'll only thrive off of it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. If you come after it's, them, you're going to wind up on the show. Exactly. It weird. It it lies in this weird fucking territory, especially in this climate. Yeah. So mm-hmm. very odd. But it's, it's kind of like because it's, and I think it's because because mm-hmm. most people cannot get away with what they can get away with that mm-hmm. they have it's that, such a novelty it, and it, and they have become yeah. iron you know ironclad or or um, teflon basically right because like we you know what you're going to get from them 
Mm-hmm. There's no sugarcoating it. They're going to come at you. They're going to make fun of you. They're going to do all sorts of things that they can because you deserve it because right. you went and you did something to provoke them. Right. And and you're doing something ridiculous. So they have to show you and shine that mirror on you of just how ridiculous you look. And do you know, <laughs> I, I was thinking in my head, I was like, you know, like that is such a commitment also from like the creator's end. Yeah. To the show. Just because like. I mean, yes, like you can always say like there's always, you know, new things happening in the world and that's what they go off of. But at the same time, like, I don't know, I feel like it's very easy to have writer's block and that team is surprisingly not that large. Mm -hmm. And so it wouldn't shock me at all if they just got to the point, not saying that they will at all, but if they just somehow got to the point where like it just, they didn't have that much stuff to go off of. And, but then I'm thinking to myself, like those people are so bananas that they would probably just then write about how they have nothing to write about and make it a hilarious episode. You know what I mean? It's funny you mentioned like the writer's issue because I think Kristen Shaw uh, talked about recently how she was in the writer's room for a month and then got Mm -hmm. fired because she kept coming and pitching too many ideas. She couldn't keep her mouth shut. She couldn't be quiet is what she said. They told her to to stop to be quiet because she just kept, well, what about this? And what about that? And what about she, I think she came in at a point where they were doing a lot of like movie uh, satires and lampooning and like that's not the thing that mm. she's really familiar with but yeah so it was just it was interesting to hear her take on she didn't go into details about how the writer's room functions but just that mm. her and her current and that mind space she was in at that point in time she didn't fit very well so they asked her they they kindly asked her to leave uh that's interesting yes so here's a couple of tidbits though about like that deal right so it's 900 million dollars runs through 2027 Six more seasons of the show and 14 movies. Mm-hmm. It's a it's an exclusive Paramount Plus. There's a yep. kicker though. All of the back catalog for South Park is owned by Warner Media. It was mm-hmm. licensed, it was licensed to Warner Media in 2019, and it's currently in a multi-year agreement for HBO Max. Right. So they're going to have their stuff split. New stuff's going to be on Paramount Plus, I guess. And then the old stuff's going to be on HBO Max unless they're going to try to find some way, you know, to get that back, which would be dumb for HBO or Warner Media, whatever, to let go of that content. I mean, unless they buy them out of the contract for huge amounts of money. I mean, think of it. Depends. All comes down to that's back end numbers. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that's like, a lot of money, though. I feel like there is an easy answer to that decision, and it's all backed by all right, how much are we making from owning this show, and how much are they offering to take it away? So, you know here's, I mean? so here's the other thing, right? How much you've got six more seasons and 14 more movies, right? Mm-hmm. What if somebody new comes in and goes, what's this South Park thing or whatever? Like, I want to watch the older episodes i want to go back and see what it what the show used to look like or things like that or how it was in the beginning you can't do that on paramount plus you have to have hbo max for that Mm -hmm. so that would be like to gain new subscribers and to keep people coming in you know you you come in for south park you stay for i don't know whatever the friends reunion i don't know i would just just be thinking that you stay for suicide squad Sorry. Wait, what? I was like, you come for South Park, stay for Suicide Squad. I just had <laughs> right. something really good pop into my head, so I had to say it. Well, they I was just thinking, like, it's gotta hurt South Park, honestly, because who the fuck has Paramount Plus? You know what I mean? <laughs> well, Seriously. South Park fans now. Well, yeah, that's the thing, is like it, like you have South Park holding up your your 
entire streaming platform, basically. Like, I mean, Paramount Plus. I don't know, looking, man. Uh, more, more clickety clickety time. Clickety clickety time. We're gonna go look up Paramount Plus because I think uh, I'm trying to think what is on Paramount Plus. Is that all? Like, because CBS has their own. Um, yeah, that's the thing is that there's there's so much split there onto their own streaming platform. So. Paramount Plus includes CBS, BET, Comedy Central, Nickelodeon, MTV, and the Smithsonian Channel. We'll give a shit about that. So CBS. Yeah, CBS is the big one on there. Like well, Comedy Central, Nickelodeon, and stuff too. Comedy so. Central is not what it used to be. Like no, no, not at all. Like no. CBS, I feel like is the big hitter there, and it's not enough. But Paramount also has all of the Star Trek. Ah. Uh, I mean, whoop d dude, no Trekkie, Trekkies out there. Look, look, come come there, holla at your boy. There's uh, not enough Trekkies to hold up an entire streaming platform. Oh, uh, you don't. But they also have new. Um, so first of all, you have all of the old Trek Star Trek shows, mm-hmm. and then uh, Picard and um, Discovery. So there's a bunch of new ones too. So they have they they have mm. content. They have a lot of content. And then if they do movies or things like that in the Star Trek universe, it mm. will be in. It'll be on Paramount Plus. The question I have is why is everybody going with the whole Plus naming convention? Like, come on, let's yeah, get that original. Is very like brazen copycat, right? Yeah, there. at least HBO was like HBO X Max. <laughs> like, yeah, like they could have been Paramount Extra or something like that. <laughs> they are extra. <laughs> no, because that just All reminds right. you of how much more money you're spending on this thing. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> extra money on my fucking wallet. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um. <it> ex- <laughs> speaking. Okay. Uh, and speaking of HBO Max and great things on there, like Suicide Squad. We won't go into the movie because I know you want to see it first, but we'll mm-hmm. we'll we'll no more into the movie. But rest assured. Uh, the folks at WB uh, are and DC are so happy with what James Gunn has done. They want to bring him back. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I mean, yes. James, James Gunn is a great director. I'm excited to see what they did with it. Sounds like he did good stuff. And I mean, I know he's already directing um, the spinoff for what's his face? Peacemaker. Peacemaker. There yeah. we go. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. Did he deserve it? Does he oh, deserve it? Um, yeah, Just I'm gonna say yes I'm gonna no. say yeah. I'm gonna I, I, okay. I, yeah. You want to see more more Peacemaker? Okay. Although, although I'm wondering if it may suffer from the Jack Sparrow treatment. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I, I could see that. Um, yeah, I'll have to see how how it looks and take a look for myself tomorrow. But yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that that's that's good stuff. I mean, DC needs someone that actually makes good movies. So. Oh God, yes, yeah, seriously. Well, I mean, you still have uh, what Aquaman two coming out, right? I mean, and Aquaman one wasn't great, bro. What? I, okay, it wasn't. I guess it's all comparative, right? But like, that's the thing. Like, every single Marvel Marvel movie that comes out is either good to great. I feel like good as in like entertaining enough, like to to great. Are we at least for the for the last like long time? Okay, okay. I was like, I was like, because we can't. We can't discount the first two Thor movies because they were the weakest entries. Yeah, I know. But I mean, Thor 1 was not bad, though. Thor 2 was, was I I would actually say that Thor 1, I thought, was entertaining. Like, I thought that was a good one. Yeah. Thor 2, not, oh. not good. Well, I but still like, haven't sat through an entire sitting of Thor 2 without falling asleep. <laughs> exactly. Well, and that's the thing. It's, it's just like, whenever you look at the catalog of, of Marvel movies, 
like fucking ninety percent of them are are at least good. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And oh, do we count the Incredible DC, Hulk? Which was okay. Never mind. The Incredible <laughs> Hulk was okay. The Incredible Hulk, I uh, like Hulk, not great. Uh, Incredible Hulk, that was actually pretty good. Oh, you're talking about the, um, Ang, the Ang Lee Hulk? No, I'm talking about Eric Bana Hulk. Yeah, that was Ang Lee. Who's Ang, Ang, Lee? Ang, Ang Lee was a director. Oh, I had yeah. I, the I had Eric, no Eric Bana Hulk is not part of the MCU. I don't count that. That was absolute. Yeah, trash. I know that that's not part. Complete but, trash. Yeah, but I did. I did like uh, the Incredible Hulk. Like I thought that was good. Yeah, but okay. um. Anyways, uh, yeah. So I think that just DC just does not have that. If you look at their movies, you are it's not looking great. You know what I mean? It's it's a shit ton of hype with a lot of failure. <laughs> yeah, I mean you you have the stuff that stands out like the first two thirds of Wonder Woman. Um, the but first is it one. like is it a great movie? Whenever you have to, if that's one of your winners, well, the first two thirds of the this first two thirds of this movie were good. It was great. I I actually liked Shazam. Shazam was garbage. I you I will didn't? not back down on that, dude. What? Shazam is not good. Oh my I don't God. care what anyone says. Shazam was not good. I mean, let me just let me just tell you this, right? Let me just say this. First of all, the fucking adult, and I don't care what way anyone spun this. I have heard twenty people try to validate this. It it does not make any sense. The older version of him. Mm-hmm. was stupider, more childlike, and just plain, I don't know, I don't know, just goofy, I guess. I don't know. Like, no, no, no. I get what you're saying. Then, I, I totally get what you're saying. he was as a kid. He was a, very, he was a very resourceful, bright uh, kid, but the problem was is he was a kid. So I think what you're saying is like when he turned, when Zachary Levi shows up, he's all sorts of goofy and not- he's a totally different person. Like that's he is he is a like the kid itself is very acts very grown up. Yeah, like he acts nothing like Shazam. That's and a, so that's a very valid point. That disconnect for me is unfathomable. Like my, my dad okay. and I both walked out of that movie thinking like, like what the fuck? Like that that was so stupid. So for that, that's one reason. And the other one, which is which is another reason why I specifically didn't like it and i know a lot of other people disagree but i'm sticking with this the fact that they did that division of power like they basically made six shazams that is unsustainable okay so here's the thing that was the way it was originally when you meet shazam i get that but the difference is is that it's unsustainable like it like I'm not saying that that's not a canonical thing in mm-hmm. the comic books. I'm saying that in movies, that makes it now incredibly hard to balance. Because at no point can you say, oh, no, like, this is too hard for, for me. Six what are them. we going to do? Yeah. I have six more of me waiting in the wings that I can easily get. Like, I think they that- now have to balance everything around the existence of there being able to be six more. Of and I think that's what they're doing for Shazam, too, because I don't believe that they I think they all like Shazam himself has all of the powers. Whereas mm-hmm. the others just have one element, one aspect of it. I don't think that that's true. First of all, because like I've I've heard that argument. Whenever you watch it back, multiples of them have, like, maybe one of them has like super super strength. Yeah, 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 yeah. But a lot of them already have. So like, no matter what, it's still way better. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're stronger, but like one of them is much faster. 
One of them is much stronger. Right. One of I, yeah. All of them have a a a base level of powers. Yes. I, it it looks like just each one of them has a more exaggerated version of one of the particular powers. But no yes. matter what, all of them are far better than one Shazam. All of them together. All of them fighting together. Like there's no way in the world that you can make an argument that one of them, that one guy with a better version of each power is better than a divided version that still have superpowers. It's just one of them is a little bit better than the rest. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're never going to win that argument because how should I say? I'm trying to think of a, a numerical way to represent this. Yeah. But if you have seven, six or seven, 70 percenters, right? Mm-hmm. That's you're always going to be better off with that than, than one 100 percent. Yeah, I get you. I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's how I look at it. And so balancing around that, if they would have done that like five movies in or something like that, good, totally fine. I get it because doing, you have it, on the fir- doing you, it on the first movie exactly. It was it, just yeah. that was just too much, and they they shotgunned it. Yeah. And now you have to balance around all that, and it's a fucking nightmare. And if they walk it back. I swear to God, I'm going to be like, because I'm just like, you did it to just do something crazy. And then, you know, it's going to it's going to be bullshit. Now you have to balance around it. and Now you're going to walk it back. It's the same issue that I have with Captain Marvel. I'm like, she's already like so fucking broken that you have to balance things around her by saying she's just conveniently not available. Right now. <laughs> like She basically has a, her balancing factor is she has an answering machine. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, her, her balancing factor is she's a, she's out off in the galaxy, and we're talking about something that's earthbound. Well, exactly. But it's just like I mean, we have tons of devices to be able to reach her at any time. Is there really like I don't know? It's just that's Bro, my thing. Got, I don't want to go. We got a pager from the nineties that can re- that can reach her. <laughs> exactly. So it's just that's a good point. Yeah, we even have that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, I think that we are okay. And I, I think that, um, just, we need to stop having like the crazy amount of escalation for the shock and awe factor yeah. right at the very beginning. And we need to learn proper escalation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of proper escalation, you start a movie with one, uh, <laughs> with, with one symbiote, you do the next one. Now you have two symbiotes, uh, there you the go. venom two trailer. Actually, but the uh, first one started with multiple. I know. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking up my segue. Actually, it it started with like way more. I know. You're fucking up my segue. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Messing it up, man. (laughs) It was a stretch. Fine. Much like much like Carnage stretching the symbiote. How about this? An even more dangerous. Uh, There we go. Yeah. There you go. Uh, go. Another another symbiote taking over a human because before they weren't taking over humans they're just there right mm-hmm. yeah so there you go all right uh venom 2 oh shit that is a red one uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh that <laughs> did you did you see the trailer i did see the trailer what and you? i know that line <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts uh, dude i mean i'm i'm excited like i was um i was pleasantly surprised by venom i thought that it was going to i don't remember if the reviews for it were bad or what but i do know one thing that going into it even from my own opinion i i love tom hardy right mm-hmm. i'm a huge tom hardy fan um especially in peaky blinders like, even when he sounds that. like this even when he sounds like <laughs> uh, i i genuinely i think he's a fantastic actor but i gotta say that accent bro 
did him no favors in, <laughs> in the first movie. Oh um, yeah. And so, and, and just going into it, like, I was like, oh man, this is going to be painful to watch. But I honestly, like, I enjoyed it. I, I don't remember if the reviews were for it were bad or not, but I just remember that I did walk out of it saying like, that was entertaining. It's not, oh, it's it wasn't watch. like fantastic movie. It wasn't that, Yeah. but it was definitely like, I would label it as a good movie. Like something I could definitely sit down and enjoy. So the second one with Carnage being the iconic bad guy, because the bad guy in the first one was honestly pretty generic. Yeah. Um, but it was, I was okay with that because, you know, the first one's origin stories are always fun. You it know actually I mean? had pacing. It didn't, didn't jump out the front and we're like, here's carnage and scream. And all. I was like, what? No, what? no. exactly. <laughs> and, um, so having this one come into the fray, uh, with, I mean, or, uh, sorry, uh, carnage come into the fray. Like, I don't even know that much about him, but I know he's like the even crazier, bad version of venom. So I'm already super excited uh, to see it. And well, the idea Woody is Harrelson, the, yeah, the idea is the symbiote takes on the the accentuates the personality of the person of the right. the host that it and he's attached a, he's to. like he's a, a mass murderer. Or yeah, something he's like a serial yeah. killer. Right, 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 right. That's right. So and yeah. so there you go. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And so that carnage, like, super cool. I'm really interested to see what happens with that because, um, yeah, I want to know more about it and. I, I, you know, I'm not, I don't know the comics for that one at all. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I think, I think that's the thing that I need to start doing is reading more comic books again. I Mm -hmm. was never like a huge fan of the, the problem I have with that is I don't want to be that guy. Cause I will, I will always become that guy if I know the source material. Uh, So we talked, I talked earlier about the Lord of the Rings movies. Right. And Mm -hmm. When, you know, you had the first trilogy came out, I, I, for me, initially, I disliked the two towers, which Mm -hmm. if you go back is arguably the best of the three. It's the Mm -hmm. Empire Strikes Back. Uh, And the reason why I disliked it was because I had finished reading the book a week before the movie came out. Mm -hmm. So I went in with all these expectations. Oh, I'm going to see this. I'm going to see that. And, And a lot of it didn't happen. They had changed uh, a lot of the scenarios, it ended at a place where I didn't, I thought the ending of the book was much better mm-hmm. than where they ended the movie. Uh, oh, I mean, I I don't even think, has anyone ever argued against that? I mean, I, I agree with that 100%. No, no, I've no. I've read the which, books yeah. and and seen the movies. And I mean, I, I love I love the trilogy. Don't get me wrong. But um, I definitely would say that that is the weakest movie out of the bunch for sure. Do you think so? Okay. I mean, Fellowship yeah. was great. Fellowship was a great movie. Return of Absolutely. the King. I, I would say, like, prior to that, like, it was Fellowship. Because one, three, powers, two and, yeah. for me. And one, three, two. Okay. For me, it was like one, two. Yeah. I, for me, I think it was one, three, two. But then after I go back now, um, maybe it's because my wife and I used to watch Two Towers a lot. But I, I, I think uh, it wound up being two, one, three. Because, um, I mean, Fellowship is good. Don't get me wrong. Fellowship is really good. But like just the 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 stakes are raised so much in two towers. I um, like I agree with you, but I don't give that credit to the movie. I give that credit to the story itself. Yeah. And I think that how they portrayed it in the second movie wasn't mm-hmm. up to snuff. Mm-hmm. For a lot of the reasons that you originally said. I think that the pacing was not good, and I think that where how they ended things off um, to set up for the next one was not great. 
Oh, dude, if they had ended it where the doors to the freaking tower yes. close and Sam is on the outside banging yes. on and trying, that would have been like. But do you see, like, oh. for the reason of, like, those are obvious things that we just thought of and we're not making the movie and yeah. we thought of it in five minutes after seeing the movie. Like, if they can't come up with that, like, I hold that against them. You know what See, I mean? See, I, I look at that as a not not a not against the storytelling of the movie, but I think it's kind of a a thing of wanting to end the movie on not on like a super cliffhanger like that. Right. Because why would you not? I don't know. Because, well, the first one didn't really end on a cliffhanger. Right. No, I know. But I mean, considering like the books, like, I mean, yeah, yeah I know the books. And yeah. But we got to remember before this was like the first of, you know, movies that were filmed. Well, no, actually, I take that back. The first of the movies that were filmed like back to back were uh, was it Superman and Superman two or something? Oh, there was tons of movies. Yeah. Where- yeah, but, I mean, like cliffhangers were nothing new. Like well, everyone not, knows that people not cliffhangers, Christmas. but movies that were filmed. the 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 first movie was filmed simultaneously with the sequel because the intent was to right, have right. more than one movie. Yeah. Uh, they did that with, I think, with Superman was one of the first ones I remember hearing about. Um, and I mean, either way, like I don't, I don't hold that as an as a viable excuse for them. Like, I just think that it was probably. I mean, first of all, like its biggest detriment was trying to fit three large very detailed books into movies which mm-hmm. no matter what it's a tough task like that's why i prefer series for stuff like that um yeah because i, oh. I think we can all agree like series done right for for books that are like beloved icons of literary art like that's <laughs> how you need to do it moving forward so you do lord of the rings the series you get tom bombadil back there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's polarizing right there. How did we? This isn't even on our list. What no, are we doing? I don't know. We just ran over because we're done with the nerdy news. Uh, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Venom 2 going to be awesome. <laughs> are you Are you excited about it? Um, I'm in the same boat you were. I enjoyed the first okay. Venom. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I didn't think it was terrible. Uh, mm-hmm. I was expecting a shit show. <laughs> I didn't get one, so thank God. Right. Um, but I, it's sad that it's not part of the MCU. Uh, yeah, that's always. I don't hold it against it, but yeah, that just sucks that it's a reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Because there's so much premise, and just the start, just Spider-Man in general, like yeah. the the whole idea. Because there's so much crossover between like Avengers and Spider-Man and Fantastic Four and, you know, a lot of those, basically all of those New York bound heroes and villains and stuff. And, Lots of crossover. Oh, I mean, there's so much character growth and extremely yeah. good narratives yep. hidden behind the Venom Spider-Man, not only battles, but also team-ups. Yeah, from, exactly. To my understanding. Yeah. And so having that vital part of... You know the the ying to um, Spider Man's yang not having that in the MCU, which is the end all be all, uh, is kind of detrimental to, it's dis- to the character's identity. Yeah. I think it's disappointing that Sam Raimi and Tobey Maguire shit all over the the you know Venom suit Spidey <laughs> idea yeah. because I think Tom Holland could have done a great job with that, like being kind of more angsty angry spider-man with the venom mm-hmm. suit and eventually being like oh crap i gotta get rid of this thing 
Uh, I think that would have been a really good take on that. I would have loved to have seen that. I mean, I think like that was just that was an adult making a movie with the idea thinking that it understood like kids of that generation. Oh Jesus. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was so tone deaf it was it, it was, was crazy. It was cringy. <laughs> it was so bad. But like cuz then cuz um, then the MCU what they could have done is they could have like they would have been like all right, well we've got Spider-Man we're introducing you know um Venom or, or not even like you have an entire movie where he is um, dealing with the suit and everything like that. Yeah. And then he realizes the suit is evil and he has to get rid of it. And then like, that's kind of the whole thing is he finally gets rid of the suit and you don't see the actual transition to Eddie Brock until maybe it's a stinger. Maybe it's the end. You don't see mm-hmm. it in that movie. The next movie is where Spider-Man's showing up and now Venom is the villain. Right. And it's over time. Yeah. And, and he's because he's going on in his life thinking, oh, man, I got rid of that symbiote. I'm doing great. This is that blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, you know, like he uses the symbiote to get over the villain. You know, that that that's it. Like it's a kingpin. Right. It's, you're dealing right. with kingpin. He uses the symbiote suit to defeat kingpin or the sinister six or something like that. Right. Right. So that's part of the success of that story, but it comes at a cost because he now has to get rid of the suit at the end. You know, like that's, that's where like, Oh crap. I, in order to win this, I have to get rid of this suit because it's taking me over. I do it. Mm-hmm. I still win. Blah, blah, blah. The suit is gone. Then you get the stinger at the end where the suit finds its new host in Eddie Brock. Right. And and I, I agree. Yeah. And, and then the next movie is Spider-Man going about his business, thinking everything is back to normal or even better trying to repair relationships and things that he had as a result of being Spider-Man. And then all of a sudden people start seeing the black Spider-Man flying through the, you know, the city again. Like, wait a minute. Is that, I thought he got rid of the suit. Is he in the suit again? Like, it doesn't look like, are you writing the movie right now? Yes. I'm writing the movie right now. It doesn't look like (laughs) Venom. It looks more like Spider-Man again. Yeah. And then, and then when the shit turns and, and goes back, then he becomes Venom. And right. then they fight and they duke it up. But because he knows who Spider-Man is, that's how he goes after Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely agree with you. It's just hilarious. Like you're literally writing up a storyboard right now for the like, movie. I'm just stealing. <laughs> all I'm doing is stealing it from other shit like cartoons and other no, comic no, books no, I, and sources and things like that. But it's it's a I good agree. story. That's the point. Like retelling yeah, no, that no, no, again no, is not a bad thing in a new medium. Well, yeah, but it's just they're not going to get the licensing for it. No, no, because Sony That's sucks. That's the problem. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like Disney would kill it if they had Venom. Like they, oh would yeah, fucking like they they know how to put a story together. Like oh yeah, I wouldn't anything that's in Disney's hands for the most part. Like I know has like like I said like a ninety percent chance of turning out fantastic, except for Star Wars. Uh, except for well, <laughs> except if <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy has anything to do with it. Where, yes, I mean Kathleen Kennedy. I can't say that on this podcast. Uh, yeah, no, she. Yeah. I I'm not happy with Kathleen. I can't. I can't. I can't say Star Wars because you still have uh, Dave Filoni and Dave Filoni exactly. Is. And there's so many other good parts of Star Wars, yeah. but and now John Favreau. The Last Jedi is really is really the problem. The third movie was not great, but that's because it was reacting to what happened. It had or, to fix the. Or shit. I should say, didn't happen yeah. with the Last Jedi. So yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyways, let's because I will get upset. Um, all right. Moving on for <laughs> next one. <laughs> all, we're all done with the nerdy news that, yep. that closes that section out today. Let's move on to the gaming news. Remember all that? Right. Remember that cool peripheral Valve brought out called the Steam Deck? 
Remember that? Remember that? I do remember this. Okay. So uh, apparently the guys over at uh, Giant Bomb got a chance to go. uh, Several people actually have posted like reviews Reviews, and and videos and things of actually getting hands on time with the Steam Deck. And all Mm. of them are loving it. Uh, Yeah, I I am surprised, honestly, because I didn't think that it would be. It's Valve. I didn't think it'd be that much of a hit. Like, and it still doesn't sound fantastic to me. I don't know. Like, my concerns still remain the same. Like, I feel like this is just a super overpriced mini PC. That but it's not. But that's just it. It's not overpriced. It is totally not overpriced. Oh, it's overpriced. No, 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 no. It's not because think of what you get for if you bought the top of the line. You bought a five hundred dollar. Uh, because the top one is like five hundred dollars, I think, for the the most expensive one. No, it's like six ninety nine, isn't it? Nah, I thought it was like five something. Hold on, you know what? More clickety. It's clickety Click- time, dude. He's our he's our new fucking person on this podcast, <laughs> Mister Clickety Clacks. Mister Clickety Clickety. All right, he's so uh, yeah, exactly. All right, so it starts at three ninety nine, right? Uh-huh. So uh, I think it's five ninety nine. Hold on, I'm trying to see if I can get to six forty nine. All right, no, you're right, six forty nine. Okay, that's Six, what I thought. Six forty nine is the is the most expensive one. I mean, tell but, me that's not overpriced, dude. No, tell, it's look, not. Look it's me not. in my face if and you, tell me that's not If you price. look at what you get, you what you have to buy for a comparable computer, you're going to spend more than six hundred and fifty dollars, easy. And then it's not portable. For a comparable computer, yeah, I disagree with that. I really want to put. I oh, let's see. Let's look at the tech specs. One day, I'm going to put together. All right, so you have a AMD uh, APU uh, CPU. Well, let's process, not go right? into the details of it. I, no, I, no, no, we're not. Well, I'm I'm gonna say like next next week, I am going to show you. I'm gonna go on and mm-hmm. I'm gonna find a, a laptop or computer that is that demolishes those specs, for and cheaper. I'm going to show it to you for cheaper or as much. But probably good, cheaper. Good probably luck with cheaper. that. <laughs> because don't don't forget that you're also going to get a peripheral that's a dock, right? That's going mm-hmm. to increase the, the power of it. You have I mean, you have the official dock. So what what does the dock do exactly? Well, there's there's rumors. I take that back. I take that back. There's rumors that the dock is going to be able to to add more, but it still has mm-hmm. it still has like USB capable stuff. Now, the only thing I would say that's—I mean, that, you can have that shit with a with a laptop as well. I'm telling you, man, I don't think you can find a laptop that. Oh, I'm pretty sure that's comparable in price. I'm—I still need to look up to see if there's if mini computers are even a thing, like little handheld computers, because I bet I can find one of those for cheap. No, you no, you don't have anything like this. I, and like I said, dude, if if it isn't already out there, we got a fucking business set up, dude. That we <sighs> Because that's that's the fucking game. yeah no you're right there was a business setup that's why Valve did it nah Valve's <laughs> overpricing it whatever either way we'll we'll see because that's gonna be my my mission for this one. all right well anyway so it's the 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 giant bomb guys did a bunch of different stuff with it things like uh, what happens if you remove the SD card while playing it just kicks you back out to the Steam or to the Steam OS they mm-hmm. connected it to uh um monitors got a chance for that they played they played it with two PS5 controllers connected to it via bluetooth and had a great time said it was really good it was smooth uh the size of it is it's bigger than a switch mm-hmm. uh, but not like super big they said that the weight was really good it didn't feel cumbersome or weighty 
Uh, they did say that like maybe the battery power wasn't as good as one had hoped. Like this, like an hour and a half of play dropped it down to like thirty percent. So you don't want to be too far away from mm-hmm. uh, a charging device or something like that. Or uh, the one thing that they also did point out was like it's a PC, so you can do things like lower the resolution and, and graphic quality of the games to get better performance out of it. Say, say I think Control was one of the games they were looking at, and they were saying like, hey, this game. It chunks. It takes a lot of overhead. You need a lot of hardware to run this well. So you can knock down some of the graphic fidelity and quality in order to get that performance boost. Yeah, I honestly, I mean, like, I I get why they want to go in this route because, like, obviously, Nintendo Switch was like proof of uh, concept, basically, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for its success, mm-hmm. and it gave it a roadmap. And I think that that's obviously what they're trying to do, but in the medium of PC. I mean. I, I'm not opposed. The only problem I have with this really is the price. Um, that that's my issue with it. But I, I do think that like I would love to see like Xbox and PlayStation do you know a Nintendo Switch situation for their next generation. Or I wish that they would have done it for this generation as well because I like the idea of being able to grab the mobile version and you know kick it on the go. Yeah, but then that introduces a decrease in graphical fidelity that but as, I think Sony and as Microsoft long as you are have, okay with. But as long as you have the ability to dock it and play it at its at its highest fidelity, mm-hmm. that's fine. Like I think I I think that you know it's an accepted loss and you understand why whenever you take it on the go. Like I don't think that there's anyone in the world that say, well, that's bullshit that I can't have the best graphics on something. It is bullshit. That's way fucking smaller. <laughs> like, I mean, it might be bullshit, but it's also fucking reality. So. <laughs> no, it's but, not bullshit. Nah, but I mean, either way, it's it's good to hear that it's as intuitive as it, it sounds like it is from their reviews. Yeah. I mean, they're saying, hey, guys, this is basically it's a computer does all the things the computer yeah. can do and and so on and so forth. Uh, have have at it. <laughs> yeah i think it, it's it'll be i would love to whenever it comes out play around with it a little bit and, and see what's up you want to play with your dick wait what did you say <laughs> you're about playing with your dick oh god dude there's so many puns we can make with that now playing yeah with your dick <laughs> shit dude that's great let's remember that's the, another reason to get it what was the new zealand the 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 the, the dick ceiling uh the, didn't you did i think it was with schuberger somebody had that commercial it was like a parody commercial where they were talking Mm -hmm. about um it was it was a kiwi talking about his his deck but because his pronunciation sounds like like dick his dick yeah kiwi yeah Yeah, exactly everyone's playing in my dick i didn't know that i didn't know that they actually had a real commercial like that oh you gotta okay i gotta find i actually thought that you just thought of that right then no no it's oh no 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 because then they they start talking about um, to to seal your dick, you need cock. Oh shit, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, there's a boy. joke. There's an obvious joke, and they make it. <laughs> yeah. The so, world we live in. Man. Yeah. It's a good it's, place. I mean, it's an old commercial, I think, but it's still freaking. I was dying watching that commercial. Oh yeah, it that's was great. So hilarious. So yeah, you you <laughs> if you haven't found it, just like I'm sure Chewburger has it. Just somewhere you can fire it off i think he was the one that shared it yeah he he knows all funny australian and kiwi things mm-hmm. yeah it, it, it was freaking hilarious <laughs> so yeah definitely check that out if you get a chance so um 
Speaking of hilarious things, uh, you're familiar with the God. game <laughs> player, <laughs> the, the 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 game player unknown battlegrounds, right? PUBG, baby. PUBG. What if I told you PUBG has a new name? Lay it on me, dude. PUBG's new name is PUBG Battlegrounds. Yeah, play unknown <laughs> battlegrounds, battlegrounds. What up? Uh, this it is. I get why they did it, but like, it's so fucking dumb. I don't get why they did it. <laughs> it's because people people just know it as PUBG and they don't know what it stands for. But, but you don't. You don't. You don't need PUBG. It's like people are gonna know something for whatever it is. There's no sense in trying to make things even more confusing. By renaming it and and using a poor, I mean, Player Unknown Battlegrounds is already not, a bad name. I I totally agree with you, but, and like, but it's just funny because I've never seen like the name because it is such a stupid name. It quickly got turned into the shorthand, which is PUBG. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, it's the acronym for it, and then uh, Battlegrounds. I mean, you're right; they could have chose a different word other yeah. than Battlegrounds, but Battlegrounds is a pretty like, you know how should I say it's a telling word like whatever you know exactly what it is whenever you hear like what kind of game is this oh it's a battle, battle royale you know what I mean <laughs> right so I mean fuck yeah they probably should just use battle royale if they had but, said um, PUBG battle royale battle royale that would be better yeah mm-hmm. yeah but it's still it's still dumb it's <laughs> so player dumb. unknown battlegrounds battle royale it's yeah. not yeah it's still it's better but it's still yeah. not great look uh, um, I'm gonna come up with a new game called Fortnite uh two weeks yeah, no. Dude, st- it would be more like Fortnite night. Would be, yeah, right? exactly. For- <laughs> oh, so yeah, not not so great. But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I I don't know actually the real reason as to why they did. I'm just idiots. I'm That's the real reason. <laughs> idiots. Okay. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So everybody out there, uh, pretty much, you know, fans. I think they did it a little while ago too. So I think it was back in July. I think when they made that name change. But still, it's. It's sad, <laughs> sad, yeah. sad, sad, very sad. <laughs> uh, um, speaking of idiots in gaming, uh, mm-hmm. how, how, uh, how's that Activision Blizzard stock going? You, uh, oh, bro, you, you invest in any of that? I mean, uh, shorten stock, maybe. That's about <laughs> it. But, yeah, um, I'd say drop that shit in a heartbeat. Because <laughs> yeah, everyone's bailing. Uh, I mean... Like I'm kind of happy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because, this, yeah. Yeah. This is like, the kind of thing that you just you you can't let go un just just unheeded, right? And yeah. So recently, like there's a there's a bunch of stuff that's happening over in, you know, the 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 Activision Blizzard land. Um first J. Allen Brack stepping down. Mm-hmm. Right. But of course, you know, he's Blizzard president. He probably has what do they call it? A, a silk parachute or a golden parachute, whatever. Oh, he's, golden parachute. Golden yeah. parachute. He's gonna be fine. He's not. He's oh, he's not, set up. He's set up. He's not going anywhere. He's not gonna get hurt. Whatever. Yeah. That's a problem, right? Um, much like he, what you know, his um, uh, disciplinary actions amounted to m- nothing more than a slap on the wrist to the offenders. Yeah. It's gonna be the same thing for him. You know, he's yeah. gonna he's gonna wind up somewhere. It's not like he's never going to work he's in gonna the be industry. Okay. He's yeah, going to be, and even if he okay. doesn't, he's going to be okay. Yeah, uh, you're also seeing it reflected in 
well, speculating it reflected in uh, games, right? Diablo Immortal mm-hmm. was recently pushed out to 2022. A lot of people are saying it's, yeah, because they want to work on it, this and that, blah, blah, blah. But you're like, would you really want to release a game right now? Yeah, exactly. I think you want a little bit of distance. Right yeah, now. <laughs> you want a little bit of distance from this. You want to wait until the smoke clears before you start announcing uh, anything coming out from Activision Blizzard. But also, realistically, like I also don't know if it would have even been ready. Like I, I do also think that, you know, it could easily just been because it's also not ready because God knows they take for fucking ever to release anything. So, but hey, Blizzard, you know what? I actually I like the Blizzard mentality of it's done when it's done because, I don't. well, you get we, okay, we literally complain about the half assed game releases that happen. There's a difference. I like, no, you can't I'll, tell, I'll tell you how. there's no, yes, I can because of this. There is a short amount of time right too quick of a for a game to be released games rushed and then there's a good amount of time a fair amount of time and then there's way too much goddamn time what the fuck are you doing with this goddamn game how long do you I think have it seen, takes to develop a game i have seen you cannot sit there and tell me that diablo immortal with the game that it is where that already has a bajillion clones of it basically already out that that game really deserves to be taking as long as it does how long do you think There's it took? There's no way. How long do you think it took? I think that so far it's taken about since development, since its first development, it's probably been about five years, I'd say. Since it first started being developed. Since they and first what did started it look developing like, but it. But yeah. what did it look like when you first when it first came out? What was the initial concept of it? Do you know? What do you mean? So when you get the reason why you get games that take this long to develop is because you start with one direction you in the concept phase you're like hey we're going to make this game we're going to do this we're going to do that you start you know prototyping iterating you start doing all sorts of different things and eventually you decide that's probably not the way we're going to go so you got to take a step back and then but my point is is that like that's all well and great but Mm -hmm. my point is is that you have 50 other developers that are creating literally the exact same thing with as good as graphics and they didn't even have Diablo to kick it off with already built. But you didn't want to create the exact same thing. That's what, what I'm saying is like what they have of, is basically the exact same thing. That's probably where the, that's probably where they wound up. But that's not I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm pretty certain that is not where they wanted to initially go. You so they so you're saying that they it's OK that they spent all that time going in the wrong direction. No, to because, then change it to go back to something it already because was. sometimes you sit there and you look at what's out in the landscape and you go, hey, what can we do differently? Well, what if we try this? <laughs> now, that doesn't quite work. So a lot of times when you take risks, you take chances, you try and, ex- you know, explore and find different options and things to do you do wind up going well there's a reason why we're at this point where a lot of players or a lot of games come up with this here's a perfect example uh action games right mm-hmm. uh a um especially mobile i totally action get games. trying to disrupt trying yeah. to build a different game I, i'm but but my point is that's not what they're doing no but what i'm saying whether they is, started off there or not either way we don't know if if they no if they we planned don't. on being a disruptor or not but i'm telling you right now they didn't end up being a disruptor. That's true. So it's either one of two options. They spent a whole bunch of time trying to do something that they then failed at and then decided to do something that they already had instead. Or this whole time they've been trying to just do the same thing that they already have and put it on a mobile phone. See, if it was the second, if it was the latter, then I would be disappointed in the development process. Because I would say I that think, that is 
probably what it is. But either way, the other one doesn't look good either. No, actually, it does. The other one means we were they were willing to take a chance. They were willing to try something. But through the process of Failed? development, no, they just realized that what they were coming out with wasn't going to be what they had set out. It didn't satisfy the pillars. And it just basically may have introduced too much to where it became uh, uh, harder to to sell to users to try and grasp this new thing for like here's the one thing that you have to understand about we as gamers and people mm-hmm. we hate change we're very resistant to it if I you throw it no if you throw it upon us without any sort of gradual process and you and it's all of a sudden bam it takes a while to get over it here's it here's what i mean remember assassin's creed uh what was it origins right mm-hmm. That was a complete difference from the previous Assassin's Creed games as far as the controls and combat. I 100% agree with you. Yes. Most people, when they first came to it, they were like, uh, I don't know what to do here. That is not true at all. There were were a fair amount that were like, like, it's different. I don't know if I hate it. I I don't know if I like it. Let me try it. Okay, now I like it. But there were... That's literally the exact opposite of what happened. No. Whenever that game... No, that whenever that game came out, it was universally loved by reviewers. The only thing that was bad about it, which was legitimately bad, because I I played it too, mm-hmm. was the fact that it was littered with bugs. Well, Other yeah, it was that, buggy. Everyone loved the new style of gameplay, and I would say that there hasn't. I can't even think of a time whenever they someone has released something that was different and good, and people didn't like it. Like See, I've heard people say that. You know, eventually that initially they they had issues with the change because they liked what it was before. People who had become accustomed to it, they that was definitely. I'm telling you right now, that was definitely not the general thought process of 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 gamers at large for that game. That was that's literally the opposite. Everyone loved the new changes of Origins. That's why they continued on the path because it did so well. It brought so many people back to the game with the new style that it had. Well, I think you also had that with just games, action games in general, were were starting to head head that direction as far as controls and stuff like that. But that's that's kind of my point. When you go to looking at a lot of action games now, they share a very similar control scheme and mechanic because it's familiar. Because mm-hmm. you don't have to introduce, you're not trying to reinvent the wheel mm-hmm. because you don't have to. They're, they're, it's right. it's an immediate thing for a player to recognize and one less thing you have to uh, help transition them into or understand about your game and its system. You can work on a bunch of other stuff just as long as the combat or something, there's something there that's familiar to them that they can easily go, okay, I know how this works mm-hmm. and I can go from here. Well, everything, it like, that's all good and well. And you know what? I love it whenever people try new things in games mm-hmm. i legitimately love it i think it's good and i i actually think that most of the of most gamers agree with that change for the sake of change that's just bad change is not something that people like at all no. but i think that people can genuinely tell the difference between whenever they're trying to do something and they're on to something like they actually implement new things that are good or at least conceptually good mm-hmm. um, and it's just maybe poor implementation at the beginning or they're just trying to change something to try to be different that's whenever it gets flack however so, no matter what those that situation is in in this regard a we're either we're assuming that that might be the case and that might be 
part of why it's taken so long for that game to come out. But either way, what we are left with is very much a similar game to what we already have with Diablo 3 and worse graphics, honestly. And I get that it's being on mobile, but at the same time, mobile's now been proven to have incredibly good capabilities whenever it comes to graphics. But (laughs) we're looking at a game that's very similar and it's taken them basically five times as long as it's taken tons of other developers to try to quickly come out with games that are incredibly similar and in some cases probably even better especially graphically i've seen graphic mm-hmm. graphically better versions of this game before it just doesn't have that ip but that ip is not what's creating so much time the fact is every single game that they do this is every single game takes for fucking ever with development and honestly what they come out with especially recently is mediocre at best recent yeah i will give it to you recently this is an old blizzard no no old yeah no no you're right old blizzard was much better they operate like old blizzard as far as their scheduling with releasing games actually honestly i think it was probably quicker back then but (laughs) no it wasn't (laughs) no it really i think about diablo 1 diablo 2 diablo 2 lod think about the release time for that so with that, I think you, you, you had to be a faster cadence because you lived or died by your releases. But that's my point. Like Diablo 2 to 3, 3 to 4, Diablo Immortal, what's happening? Like there's huge disconnects there and that's the same thing. My point is, is that they're doing less now and they're doing it worse. And obviously there's problems built into the company itself because the foundation is literally crumbling under them. Not only because of, I do think that this, like they've basically become incredibly complacent and i think that what's happening right now shows that and not only the aspect of how they work but how the culture is but um lack of competition breeds complacency absolutely and i think that they are 100 percent resting on what they've achieved in the past and they're gonna get their asses kicked and it already is being kicked so well they're already losing well they're the wow numbers are hard to to knock down uh yeah you you're i don't think i think it would take just i I don't know if there's anything out there that could knock down wow to get to to get the numbers that wow i mean league of legends Um, moba that's going to come is going to do it easy but yeah we'll see (laughs) (laughs) wow you mean the the league of legends mmo not the moba you said moba oh sorry yeah i said moba mmo yeah Yeah. i I know what you meant um so but i have one question for you so you're talking about sake change for the sake of change that doesn't make any reason or it doesn't make any sense where do you stand on when Microsoft wanted to release the Xbox One with uh, required internet capabilities? You had to connect it in order to use it. Um, what was their reasoning behind it? I didn't even know that. that because was like a they thing. were they were trying to do more with like cloud computing and uh, a more connected ecosystem to be able to then say like, hey, we can push content to everyone all the time because we know that in order to use this console, it has to be connected to the internet. No, so, I, I don't think that that's necessary. I think that you can easily have a console that can be connected to the internet and have those things if they want or you can. not be connected to the you, internet. You absolutely can. But the reason why I'm bringing it up is because for them, that was pushing things to the next level. They, they felt that that was a restriction, not knowing whether or not a user was going to have their connect, their console connected to the Internet restricted them in what they could do from a development perspective. Because if you have if you have the knowledge that your uh, console is connected, right, 
then you have the opportunity to to do cloud computing to push the technology to push the the visuals to push what what uh games are capable of doing you know how now we have the um xbox the streaming things like mm-hmm. that that's because of the cloud computing that's what they were trying to get to this but with the xbox one i i still think that in in that case like it's it's really an imposed limitation that's unnecessary because yes you can still have a console that can be connected to the internet or not but you just take the accepted loss of like you would with a console that wasn't required to be connected to the internet anyways you have the accepted loss of well what i have is what i have and because i don't have the internet that's the way it's always going to stay but then developers developers wouldn't be taking advantage of the features of the system because they have to always pander to the common denominator to the lowest common denominator you always have to develop to the minimum skew but it's the but that's the thing is that at the same time like what you're releasing for the for the the console like the game that you play or whatever like you always are going to just have the base form. Like that's what you get if you don't want to be connected to the internet, and that's fine. But you won't get the updates. Who cares? Like that's on Microsoft, you. But what Microsoft was trying to use to entice developers was, please use this feature, right? One of mm-hmm. like use use what's capable in the console. But because you have multi-platform uh, developing going on. And one console doesn't require connectivity and the other one does, you're mm-hmm. going to develop for the one that doesn't, and you're gonna port that over to the other console that may or may not that that requires it, but doesn't necessarily like you have to be connected to use the console, but you don't have to be connected to play our game. And that that's and so now Microsoft's put all this time and effort into creating these the specs and these features for these consoles that no one except maybe they're using. And even then, now, because you can't guarantee the entire consumer base has this capability, why am I putting time and effort, money to develop into to develop the feature in the game with this right. um, you know, capabilities? Well, I, I think it. I think obviously it was a it was not a good idea because you don't have to be you still don't have to be required to be connected to the Internet to play. Well, that's because of the and blowback. That's that's it, why but that, that's my point. That was that was change for the sake of change. It wasn't a good change, obviously, because the public spoke and it, it was not good. See, I, and, I, and obviously, even and honestly, even looking at it like it takes zero brain power to know that that's a pretty stupid idea. No, I disagree. If you want to try and push it. If you want to try and push, but it's the not envelope, a requirement. It doesn't need to be a requirement. It, no, I'm not saying it needed to be a requirement. They wanted to try to push the console to the next level, next generation, whatever. They wanted to try to do that, and in order to do that, they identified that hey, cloud computing is mm-hmm. kind of like the future. We're already seeing it happen now. That's how you mm-hmm. can get all of the games streaming and you've got great visual quality and latency or whatever pushed through your browser Mm -hmm. so they recognize that this is where we were heading they were trying to get ahead of it because remember this is the previous generation not the current generation Mm -hmm. so this was xbox one when it was before it even was released they were talking about this Mm -hmm. so they recognize that's where things were headed so to me it's it, it was trying to take advantage of technology and be on the cutting edge to then offer something at like the the but my point is is that you don't have to like you have a choice as the user right or as the as the consumer 
to say, yes, I want to be a part of that. Yeah. Or no, I don't. Give me the base form. I will accept the fact that I will not have the best of the vest always available, ready at my fingertips whenever they push it out because but I don't want my, to be connected to online. But that and that's kinda, fine. Yeah, but that just kind of goes back to my point that if that was an option, then the developers wouldn't give consumers that option. Developers would just give the consumers the base the base version. It wouldn't be like, hey, you could do this or you could do this because developers just wouldn't take the extra effort to do it. It just didn't, it didn't I don't make think it that's true because I think the majority of people would still be playing with it. Internet. I mean, it's only it's the minority of people that don't play with it. So I, obviously, I, yeah, no, I developers I, don't cater to it. They I give would, them the base form, and they really the consumer has to take the hit of dealing with the base form. And you're not going to be able to have the best like the majority does get because the the companies do cater to the majority. See, and I, as they, much as they want ongoing content, and that's how they release it. Okay, is okay through online updates. But you, like you, you, you got to remember, I've been at those talks, I've been at those tables. I know when it comes to making those decisions, when things mm-hmm. get cut, those are the first things that get cut. When you run low on time and you mm-hmm. start looking at, we're not going to make this window of release that we want. What's the first thing that goes? Well, uh. Most of our player base or some of our player base isn't going to take advantage of this complicated technology that we need to put into the game that's going to take time to do. That's the first thing that goes. But you're you're saying that some of our player base, we're talking about a tiny minority. No, of player I just that's just it enough to where it would have caused some pause. I'm I'm. I'm hoping like my my hope is that I was I, I would be wrong in this and that we're talking, you know. A, a one to two percent of your player base would not have it connected to the internet. But the problem was the blowback and the response was enough to get Microsoft to change direction and release the console that didn't require you to be connected to the internet. So they saw the numbers that people were like, no, 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 we don't want this enough to where they're like, fine, we're not going to do it. Well, I think a lot of I think maybe a lot of people would be fighting against it. People who aren't always connected to the internet because you have those people which are connected to the internet, but then so they can get those updates and everything like that, but they might not always be connected to it. And that would be pretty annoying if you have to be connected to the internet in order to play. Yeah. So in those features, like even if you have internet, you would still be against it because at times when you don't have internet, you'd be fucked. But I'd still think the definitely the minority, like, and I'm, I'm talking minority of players don't that don't have an internet connection or, or that p- prefer to play offline exclusively never go online with it e, that has to be i feel very comfortable saying that that is a minority of players right there, a fortunately. very vocal minority because maybe a very vocal minority yeah. but i think that it's probably the people that play with sometimes off sometimes on that probably stepped up the most well most most of the pushback fuck was, the people that the people that don't have internet connection are the ones that don't even know that it no, happened most of the most of the people most of the pushback was because of like the, the under the the claim of well, what about veterans o- overseas and things of that nature like people who don't always have internet people who live in yeah, lower I mean, income areas that like, well if you live in a lower income area why are you buying an xbox <laughs> I mean, come on you got better things to worry about right i mean I, yeah i mean i i think that it's that's pretty easy but 
I don't know. It for those for those who haven't figured out already, we've want, we've run out of uh, the topics, the main topics of the gaming news. Uh, over yeah. over like all the stuff happening with Activision Blizzard was the penultimate. Uh, uh, what's the word to look for? Uh, article that we wanted to discuss, leading to the last, final, and most important <laughs> one of the week. Yep. Back for motherfucking blood. Clo- the the early release access mm-hmm. just came out earlier this week. What do you think? Well, you and I played it yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah, you murdering piece of. Uh, you guys will be happy to know that I killed Hooch four or five times minimum in a uh, in a shared space that's supposed to be. You're hanging out. We happen to go to the spot with friendly files. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so if everybody, if Hebrew says, "Let's go to the gun range," and he brings a machete, <laughs> run. Dude, that hatchet does. Oh, the work. hatchet. That's what it was. The hatchet. <laughs> Literally one hit, and yeah. you're done. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was uh, I mean, it was really like I mean, all all jokes aside, like the game is a lot of fun. If you played Left for Dead, this is that game, bro. Like it. I mean, it's it it is Left for Dead with minor alterations to it, oh, at least from what you, I've played so far. Yeah. It it's. Uh, oh, so uh, it's it is definitely the Left 4 Dead feel, totally the Left 4 Dead feel, which it's makes sense. It's Left 4 Dead. It's you know it, yeah. we call it Left 4 Dead three. Let's do it. Let's call it Le- <laughs> yeah, Left Left Five Dead. No, um, <laughs> uh, but it's it, it, you know similar with the banter between the characters and things like that. That's yeah. constantly going. It gets a little bit out of hand after a while. Like, like they need to tone tone the frequency down a little bit. Dude, that Molly, she's a mean son of a bitch. Let me uh, tell you what, dude. And then the characters. Oh, then then you have uh, Huffman, your your guy who is uh, huffing and puffing yeah, a lot. Yeah, fucking Huffman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, That's my coined name for him. God damn, that guy breathes. Distinct, yeah, distinct character, um, well, char- characters and personalities and things that kind of come out as you're playing. Um, you didn't get a chance to do PvP yet, did you? No. Oh, okay. So I played a little bit of the PvP portion. Uh, mm-hmm. earlier today it sucks when the teams are uneven but when you have so it's it's 4v4 mm-hmm. and uh you it's a best of three and you take turns between being cleaners and being the special infected and right. as the special infected you can as you get um as you do things you earn coins and or uh, whatever to level up your character as you're progressing through the rounds and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it's a lot of fun because then it's whoever survives the longest. Yeah. Gets the point. Right. right. And we're well, sorry. Like if the clue, the, the cleaners, you, they, you know, however long they survive, they get that time then you get to switch sides and you go. And then whoever survives the longest gets the point for that round. But you could get some really interesting team up kind of thing because you have mm-hmm. the different types of infected, the special infected yeah. that you can use. And not only that, you can spend resources to improve the common uh, infected, the common zombies. So, you know, the guys, you can get guys with uh, wearing armor or they move a little faster or when they hit the cleaners, they slow them down a little bit more. Uh, yeah. All, yeah. There's more of them. So you can really kind of start stacking the deck in favor of the infected if you play it right and it is about a lot more of strategy the things like you get the, the the spitter guys who stick the guys in place and then 
a six liters in place and you can have one of the other special infected like the big ones you know pound on them or the acid spitting guys hit the acid on the ground that does damage over time and you can separate them so you can really start thinking like a team on both sides the cleaners got to stay together because if one gets caught out they're done so it's about let's move as a group let's set up it here let's do that like and then the other guy's like well let's pick this one off let's so it's that good back and forth i really want to get like see how that plays out with eight good players or shit four good players on my team and then screw the other guys but i sort of see how that all <laughs> how that all plays out like i'd love to do that with like me you chew and i don't know if pike is interested or anything like that but you know somebody else who who totally wants to play um i got a couple of extra codes i gave you one mm-hmm. um chew burger no I no, no you already I, had I, one no you yeah, pre-ordered you pre-ordered i pre-ordered, Sorry, you pre-ordered. You told me about it, yeah. um but yeah so i gave one to chew one to vash and uh ashi didn't have one so I still have one extra. Oh, I still have an extra code. I, I have someone that, that'll want that if, uh, if it's still available. Mm, uh, I haven't given it out yet, so I need to figure out what he I'm going to do. He would play with, it. with us all the time. Uh, just saying. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. We'll all talk. Right, all right. I mean, we don't have too much time, too much longer, because the open beta only goes, or sorry, the early access only goes until the 9th. Uh, and then the 10th and 11th, it'll be shut down for them to transition to open beta, which happens from the 12th through the 16th, I think. Yeah. So but overall, like a decent amount of time to play. Though. You've but, got. Yeah. yeah, you've got plenty of time. Uh, I yeah. will tell you this much. What do you think of the card system? Card system's interesting. I need to delve more into it because, mm-hmm. you know, I've only played with the beginning set. I haven't played against since uh, last night. I'm going to be playing it a good amount tomorrow. Okay. So like I'm actually planning on playing through and being able to go through more. But I understand how it works. Okay. It is interesting to me. I just, like there is something with the. Like, I do think it's a good system. Mm-hmm. It's just, for me personally, like, I always make that, like, why is this here in the game? You know, like, it's... You need a narrative reason why the system right. is there. Yes, yes. Like, to me, this is, like, cards giving me upgrades. Yeah, I'm like, yeah that's really what it is. There's no, there's no narrative reason why. I feel why. like there was a better way that they could have implemented that, that just kind of, like narratively made sense yeah probably but i think they wanted to use this system because they wanted to give you um they wanted to throw a random element so you are forced to adapt to something new each time you're going through the same uh game mode right i totally get it let me give you an example of how i a, a good way that a game has implemented something like this that mm-hmm. I think would have been more in tune with the game. Call of Duty Zombies. Okay. You go to pick up, uh, you go to the different like shops with the drinks for upgrades or like Bioshock with like the powers kind of thing where like you, yeah. mm-hmm. you stab yourself. It's, I'm not saying like obviously it doesn't need to be something as, you know, you're not getting, um, whatchamacallit, uh, like vigors or anything like that you're not getting like superpowers from it but like things like that where it's like you can get like these upgrades in the actual game and it makes sense for it like maybe at the safe zone where you start off with there's a a dealer there or something like that and you get to pick between the couple of options that she has you know for something I don't know. You just, just the cards just make needed. it a little weird. Like I, yeah. I get a card, and all of a sudden I have this. That's odd. <laughs> I get a card. I can carry two main weapons 
yeah Wait, why exactly. i'm like why okay i couldn't a second ago and nobody else can because i have exactly. this card this is super minor by the way people like this is total nitpick but like it's just for me like i'm just it's not going to deter me from playing the game or having fun with the game at all it's just like these are the kind of questions i ask myself sometimes like those no, little you, things could have made it a little better for me you bring up a very valid point i mean uh, i was talking to somebody about that earlier today like how much does the narrative play into the user's engagement with the game and what mm-hmm. that impact is right so for example uh you know we're talking about marvel future revolution right mm-hmm. you're tasked as playing as a hero but mm-hmm. everything is is all of the directions are sorry all of the communication or whatever is to that hero and that's your avatar so that's how mm-hmm. you're connecting to the game space right right but then you have a game like XCOM where mm-hmm. you are those characters are separate from the player from the user's perspective you are the commander you are giving them orders to execute right right so you're not directly involved you're indirectly influencing the action right right uh so like but that kind of thing like like um in Marvel Strike Force it's the same thing right you're the commander but then you go to the point like, well, how am I pulling shards of people, right? I'm pulling pieces of people yeah. through opening these. Bo- what? Exactly. That doesn't, that doesn't exactly. make any sense. Yeah. So it, it's one of those things where it's like, I'll take it like, you know, yeah. whatever, because it's not like a big part of the game. And I know what they're trying to do. But at the same time, it's just like it could have been that much better. It you know what I mean? Much if more immersive if you had taken the narrative exactly. to include me exactly to do to what to whatever it is i'm doing as part of the story exactly yeah no i, so I totally get it the those are like it's the it's the little things but you know like that's where that's where a game goes from good to great to genius you know yeah. what i mean yeah yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah i hear yeah you. all right well back for blood a lot of fun i'm enjoying Play. it i can't wait to get more in um i will warn you Going from the the difficulty spike, from the mm-hmm. the everything is super easy to the next level is that everything is not super easy. You need a lot more coordination. There's few. There's a lot fewer resources and ammo. Either that, or the group I'm playing with just has a guy in the front stealing all the ammo for the gun that I have. Because I'm like, where's the, I don't have any ammo. Where's my ammo? Uh, and but we were we playing on whenever we played. Were we playing on the easy mode all the way? Through? We were playing on super easy pansy mode. I just wanted to get right. you familiar with it, how the game. Like even on that last level, dude. I mean, like we got we got kind dude, of fucked. That, Granted, we did have two people that were we had one bot and another person was like yeah. just not playing with us. Yeah, basically. yeah. Four but, people coordinated. You need four coordinated people to get through the second difficulty level. I have no right. idea what you need to get through nightmare other than a fucking miracle. You need a fucking hit, hit squad. You, like yeah, that, that's yeah. what you're looking that's, for. Yeah, yeah, that's what you like. You need cards, like super duper cards that are like one shot kills to anything in front of you. <laughs> you know, that's the kind of shit you need. Cause yeah. all I say is like when we first went through that, that, the, op- the open the door for the safe room and literally got mobbed and three freaking special infected, two of the big fat guys and two of the, and one of the big tall guys came barging through the door. Like, this, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it's not too, like, a lot of this is very reminiscent of Left 4 Dead. So, like, yeah. it, even just, like, the difficulties, like, it was very much like that. And I know that you didn't know this because you didn't play the, the multiplayer for Left 4 Dead, you said. But I like, did. I played it. 
Oh, oh it would okay. be the well, PvP portion? I yeah, yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I, I should have specified PvP, but yeah. Um, like, that's how it worked as well. Like, you can play the infected and yep. you play. It sounds like this time you can upgrade the infected more, yes, you which, can. Is, which is cool. Yeah. Um, so I like to see that. But yeah, like, that has always been a thing. And, and I've always loved that multiplayer mode on Left 4 Dead because it was so cool playing as as those characters, like playing as the witch or the tank or the the boomer. Ooh, um, ooh the witch. Smoker, I found the witch like equivalent. The witch, you did. the witch equivalent is not a character. It's the crows. It's the birds. The birds are the witch equivalent. That's not as cool. It's not as suspenseful is what it is. I feel like there's I feel like there's a character. They the witch was like the probably like the most iconically freaky yeah. mm-hmm. character mm-hmm. from Left for Dead. I feel like it's in there. They probably just amped it up a lot and you have to get to. I I hope so because all you have now are the the birds and you startle them, they bring in the horde. Which is the yeah, same see, thing as you had with the witch. You startled the witch, but then you also had to deal with the witch. The witch also fucked you up. Yeah, yeah that's I mean, like, let's not forget that. Yeah, like, yeah, the witch fucked you up hard. She, yeah, yeah. She, if she ran to you, you fucking died. So like <laughs> that bitch was. You don't want to fuck. Her. No, no, no. As soon as like, you're like, oh shit, run, run. Yeah, run, we were talking about away. that. Yeah, whenever you heard that fucking wailing and the back, you're like, oh my god, oh my god. Because you had to turn off your flashlight too. Like turn off your flashlight. Yeah, you couldn't. Yeah, you couldn't shine the light mm-hmm, on her, mm-hmm. and you just had to like move around her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, that was shit was so cool, man. dude. Even thinking oh. about it now, you're like, oh man. Oh, uh, the best story, and we we'll we'll end it on this. Yeah. The, the best story I had playing Left 4 Dead was there was an achievement to go into the safe house, and then mm-hmm. go out of the safe house, uh, rescue a downed friend, and then bring them back into the safe house, right? Mm-hmm. Or go back to the safe house. So yeah. I was trying to earn that achievement, but nobody was getting killed. So as one of our as one of my buddies was coming into the safe house, I shot him mm-hmm. and then went and picked him up and then went back into the safe That's house. That's how you do it, dude. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm pretty sure we did the same thing for that. Or, or we just went on super easy mode, cheesed it and then just like brought him in. Yeah. Like, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> that stuff's always good. I mean, you know, that's probably going to be my route to go with since you've already played with me. Oh, you know, you're just going to shoot people regardless. I that, mean, I guess that I'm is... not a good person to have um friendly fire with no like, well there's sure. friendly fire there's all that i think to me is kind of the one drawback about the game playing in a public sense is because you don't know the tactics of what the other people are going to do you you run into more of an opportunity to shoot them and them mm-hmm. to shoot you by accident or but that's maybe. I, I like the way that they did it, where, mm-hmm. like, with increasing difficulty, you take more damage. You take more damage, yeah. Because, like, I really do think that, like, if you're trying to get more immersive, a.k.a., like, more realistic. Yeah. Uh, or, I'm sorry, if you're trying to increase the difficulty, therefore get more realistic with it. Like, I mean, if a fucking ogre grabs you and then he throws you to the ground, you're dead. Yeah. You're not, oh, I lost 20 health. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, oh, oh, like, it's a splinter. Yeah, so I mean, if someone shoots you, if your buddy shoots you in the head, like you're fucking done. Like, I don't care if fucking George did it. Like, you're going down. Oh so, Walker, I think, I think at the end of the day, like in a situation where you're in a fucking post-apocalyptic zombie world, yeah, if you, everyone's gonna be pretty erratic and everyone's gonna be fucking running around, <laughs> if you're being surrounded by zombies, and yeah, you might accidentally shoot your friend. So. <laughs> You have to be really careful about that. Oh. So I think that the game uh, is does a good job of allowing that to increase with difficulty. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. All right. On that note, let's kill it here. 
Uh, we had a good had a good one. Uh, go ahead, <laughs> go, maybe go kill some more zombies and whatnot later on. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we'll we'll definitely be doing that tomorrow for sure. Um, but for now, yeah, that's gonna wrap up this episode, guys. Thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Once again, you can check us out on patreon.com forward slash ANR pod uh, to check out all the perks. And um, then you can also go to Apple podcasts, find our podcast and leave us a five star review that helps us with visibility. And uh, let's, you know, our podcast uh, get to more ears because that's the the best thing that can happen for us um, because we want to keep the show going for as long as possible. We love doing it. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Thank you all of you guys for supporting us. Once again, the Discord is discord.me forward slash A&R. And yeah, that wraps it up for this episode, guys. So see you all next week.